0: Happy Friday, everyone, from NPR Music and All Songs Considered. I'm Robin Hilton. I'm here with WXPN's John Morrison. Hey, John. Hey, what's up, Robin? It's New Music Friday, and we're taking a look at the best albums out now on September 10th. It is a crazy, crazy packed release day with new ones from Casey Musgraves, Jay Balvin, Andrew WK, and a whole lot more. But we start with Common. His new one out now is called A Beautiful Revolution Part 2.
1: Me know, me know, me know, me know, me know, me I walk in the dream of a kid from the go. Some people say when we defeat the beast, then peace will glow Lead them to the freedom, when I lead them, yo, they grow Pick up hallelujah when I'm feeling low, low It shall pass, there's a bigger photo My cup overflow, I can't do it solo When the revolution comes, it'll be beautiful I serenade like a renegade, never been afraid of against your wolf, I'm the black sheep Known on black streets, no dig A beautiful Chicago kid that won't renege I might zag-zig life ad-lib To find my voice, good city, mad kid under the fig tree, unafraid in a land where the most high becomes the wave.
2: Blessed from my head to the sole of my feet. Do what I said, it ain't nothing out of reach. Do what I said. I
0: This is Common, A Beautiful Revolution Part 2 is his new album. This song is called A Beautiful Chicago Kid. This is a a follow-up to A Beautiful Revolution Part 1 that came out last October. That was one of my favorite albums of last year. And this one pretty much picks up where that one left off.
3: Yeah, absolutely. Common has become known over the years for making this kind of, you know, spiritually inclined, soulful hip-hop. And... This record, thematically and stylistically, it's just gorgeous in some places, real funky in other places, but really just like a collection of soulful, uplifting, and inspiring hip-hop music. Yeah, I, I was so moved and inspired by that first
0: record, and there was just so much love and optimism and encouragement in the songs, and there's a lot of that on this one, too. And Common's poetry is just so beautifully stated. You know, he's very plain-spoken rapper. You know, he doesn't have a lot of head-spinning wordplay or whatever, but just very,
3: I don't know, classic. He's stylistically very direct, but he uses that directness to his advantage. He gets to these really potent core emotional truths. A Beautiful Revolution Part 2 is the record
0: from Common. And John, you'll be back in the second half of the show to talk about another album we're loving that's out today. But up next is a new one from Casey Musgraves. Out now on September 10th, it's called Starcrossed.
2: Early April you walked up to me
0: This is Casey Musgraves her new album is called Starcross the song we're hearing from it is called Cherry Blossom and NPR music contributor Serena Toros here for this one. Hey Serena. Hey Robin. This is the first new music from Casey Musgraves since her 2018 album Golden Hour and she has been through an awful lot since then and she really documents much of that on this new record.
4: Yeah, I mean I can't even imagine Casey Musgraves kind of overnight went from Critical Darling in the country music scene, not really played on country radio, let alone national radio, to winning Album of the Year at the Grammys in 2019. In the time between then and now, um, I mean, that album was about the honeymoon phase of marrying Rustin Kelly, a fellow singer-songwriter in the country music scene. And in the last three years, that marriage fell apart. And this is one of the most anticipated albums of the year, I think, not only because Golden Hour was so sublime and almost like an instant classic, but people kind of want to know when you write one of your best works about your marriage, once it falls apart, what happens? I think on Starcrossed, she goes in a different direction than I was anticipating. It's not a full throttle, Miranda Lambert style breakup album. It really is understated, and quiet and almost numb.
0: She ends with a version of a song called Gracias a la Vida or Thanks to Life. It was uh, originally written in 1966 by the Chilean songwriter um, and activist Violeta Parra. Here's a bit of Casey Musgraves' version.
2: Gracias a la vida que me ha dado tanto me ha dado la marcha de mis pies cansados
0: I thought this was a really poignant note to end on, because as much melancholy as there is across this record, you know, she does, I think, arrive at a good place at the end of this album.
4: Yeah, I definitely heard that. It really picked up for me around the midway point. Some of these songs, like Easier Said, was really a standout for me about just, you know, sometimes love just doesn't work out. And, you know, you can try and, as she she says, it's easier said than done to to make a long-term relationship
0: work. Well, I always have a tremendous amount of respect and admiration for artists who can pour all their feelings into music like this and, and share what is obviously a very painful chapter in their life. And she does it very beautifully, I think, on this record. Casey Musgraves. The album is called Starcrossed. And Serena, you'll also be back in the second half of the show to talk about a new one from the singer Deb Never. But first, I want to go to J Balvin. His new album out today is called Jose.
5: Bendiciones pa' los míos Deseo salud y vida pa' los míos Trabajo todos los días pa' los míos Ellos puestos pa' mí y yo puesto pa' los míos Lo que estás escuchando es otro pa' los míos Esto es el que creyó cuando estaba jodido Que se la vida que conmigo pasó frío No me la creo, hasta me dan escalofríos Yeah, baby. No hay amigos nuevos Solo por los míos me la juego Juran que si me no es pobre, yo no llego Construimos este sueño como un lego, 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 Y si ya estoy en el cielo que no me lloren Que celebren poniendo todas mis canciones Yo morraba las palabras pa' que hablaran mis acciones Mi mamá
0: no la vio desde que se fue de vacaciones Carolina this is J Balvin. His new album is called Jose and the song is La Familia. And from NPR's Alt Latino podcast, here to talk about this one and one more we're loving this week is Felix Contreras and Ana Maria Sayer. Welcome. Hey, Robin.
6: Hey, Robin. Thanks for having us.
0: Yeah. So Ana Maria, just last week on the show, we talked about the new album from Jay Cortez and you know how he's a rising artist who's trying to experiment a little bit more with reggaeton. And here we have J Balvin, the undisputed crown prince of reggaeton, back with a, a massive record.
6: Yeah, I mean, wow, quite a very long, very extensive, very diverse work. It's what, 24 tracks? Yeah. But I'm really curious to hear what Felix has to say because he told me he wasn't going to tell me what he thought until we came on here. So (laughs) I've been like on the edge of my seat waiting to hear what he has to say.
7: And it all comes back to, you know, what people think about pop music, because this is, in fact, very pop music. In Spanish language, in any language, it's very pop. And I think that sometimes people just sort of dismiss pop music uh, for whatever reasons, right? But in this case, with, with, with Jay Belvin... You know, I think this record like it's a new it's a new level for him because the lyrics are a lot more introspective. There are a lot he touches on a lot of different themes about his popularity, talking about family and what it means to him. It seems like he's he's at a point where he's being retrospective in a very, very big way. And still wanting to party. There's still some party songs, there's still some songs about girls and all that, you know, which is what he's banked on. But I think this is this is a new level for him, man. This is a really deep, insightful record.
6: I feel like this has been happening, maybe I'm making this up, but that... There's a few reggaeton artists who have been having this introspective moment of thinking about where they came from and where they're at. And I think this album specifically is really, really representative of that for him. I think the fact that it's even called Jose, like he's really talking about, you know, that's the J and J Balvin. Like he's really going back to not not who's J Balvin the superstar, but who is Jose the artist and, and now a father too. He just had a baby. And I think that that's not a coincidence that that's all timed around when he's talking about his familia and kind of having this album where he he really reflects on all of that so it's really cool to see coming from him
0: jay balvin is the artist his new album is called jose uh felix and Ana maria i want to talk with you both about the new album from bomba estereo also out today but first i want to go to the debut album from the singer yeba out now on september 10th it's called dawn
2: If I shoot him in the stomach, then he's hurting on my dime. And if I shoot him in the head, then he's dead and he's living on my mind. My reflection in the mirror, her perfection in his eyes. I'm a danger to myself. I run from 12 and take my rage across the county line.
0: This is Yeba, the singer Yeba. Her new record is called Dawn. The song is called Boomerang. And NPR music contributor Christina Lee joins us to talk about this one. Hey, Christina. Hi, Robin. Yeba is otherwise known as Abby Smith. Yeba is her first name backwards. She's a singer originally from Arkansas. And, you know, when she was just 21, there was a YouTube video of her performing a song she wrote called My Mind. And that completely blew up, totally launched her career. And then very soon after that, everything really came apart in her life.
8: Yeah, so this was at a period of time where she decided, you know, I'm going to pursue music full-time. This is going to be my career. And not even a couple weeks after that, um, her mother passed by suicide. And so the album Dawn, it's named after the time of day, obviously um, signaling hope and optimism in the future. But it's also named after her late mother, uh, who she addresses a couple times throughout this record. This debut, I think, has been a long time coming. I think people were really excited Uh, to hear from her, especially after my mind, but she rightfully so took the time to reflect and make sure that she was emotionally prepared to sort of move forward. And this is the end result.
0: Well, she's clearly found a lot of solace in music. I think you can hear her working through everything across this record. You know, she sings about not knowing what to do with her grief and fighting some of her worst feelings with drugs and alcohol, but she does ultimately find love on the other side of it all.
8: I think one thing that I really appreciated throughout this album was just how specific that she gets with the writing, right? To make it feel like really lived in.
0: Yeba is the singer. Her new record is called Dawn. And Christina, we've got one more we're going to talk about in the second half of the show. But before we take a break here, I want to play a new one from Andrew W.K. that's out today. It's called God is Partying. This is Andrew W.K., God is Partying, is the album, and this is the song Babylon. NPR Music's Andrew W.K. correspondent, Stephen Thompson, (laughs) here for this one. (laughs) Stephen, as you were saying, you were born to talk about Andrew W.K. Nearly a decade passed between his previous two albums, so I really wasn't expecting one so relatively soon from him, but Lord, what a gift. (laughs)
2: Lord,
0: what a gift,
9: Is Andrew W.K. Uh, I mean, we are coming up on the 20th anniversary of Andrew W.K.'s album, I Get Wet. But his music has taken a lot of twists and turns uh, ever since. You know, this week is the 18th anniversary of the Andrew W.K. album, The Wolf, which introduced a sense of triumph and wonder to Andrew W.K.'s music. You know, and, and on this record, he continues in that vein, but with some darker and more cryptic themes to go with that awesome power of, you know, uplift and motivation.
0: Yeah, there are some quieter moments on this album that really surprised me and there's even an orchestral track called Goddess Parting. I want to play a little bit of here. There's still tension in in a piece like this, you know, but just this brooding introspection along with, like you said, the euphoria on the album.
9: Yeah, I think introspection is right. And it's really interesting. If you go back and like read the lyrics or just conjure the lyrics in your head from that first record, I Get Wet, it is mostly an album of weightlifting slogans (laughs) set to music. (laughs) And, and, you know, over time, you know, he's really kind of embraced this more like he is a lifestyle guru, Mm -hmm. you know, and, and, you know, he is teaching you the power Of positive partying. You know, and this record, like I said, it has a lot of that, but like the very first words on this record are, Your God is a liar. You know, and it it is a little bit darker. And I think he's had, you know, a little bit more tumultuous time in his life, prompting a certain amount of introspection. And that makes its way into these songs even though, as a whole, this record is still bombastic and (laughs) and pretty joyful.
0: Yeah. Andrew W.K., God is Partying, is his new album. Stephen, you'll also be back in the second half to talk uh, about one more album that we're loving on this insanely packed release day. (laughs) But first, we need to take a short break.
10: This message comes from our 2021 lead sponsor of NPR Music, State Farm. To celebrate their surprisingly great rates, State Farm invites you to discover the surprisingly great genre, Boston hip-hop. It's not just your everyday hip-hop with a thick Boston accent. Boston hip-hop is known for its gritty beat, DIY stages, and underground music scene. It actually got its start at Harvard and MIT's radio stations. This beat's got brains and beauty. Make sure to check out Boston hip-hop, then check out State Farm's surprisingly great rates. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. This message comes from NPR sponsor Capital One. Ready for a new ride, but not sure where to start? Try the tool designed to make car shopping and financing easier. With Capital One Auto Navigator, you can find a car and get pre-qualified instantly. Then see your real rate and monthly payment without impacting your credit score. It's so simple, you might feel like you're taking the easy way out. That's because you are. Capital One. What's in your wallet? Terms and conditions apply. Find out more at CapitalOne.com slash Auto
0: it's New Music Friday from NPR and All Songs Considered. I'm Robin Hilton and we're taking a quick look at the best albums out now on September 10th. We start the second half of the show off with a new one from the rapper AZ. It's called Do or Die 2.
3: This is grown man elegance, mixed with ghetto law, Fresh pair construction, Louis Store guitar. No fucks was a juvie poured to the core. Rose up from the Uzi all in the hall. Bella Laguzi, since the ever a Cougie. Upset for letting up, but they never could lose me. Gucci, can see it on the side of my face. A nigga straight, this is fake, got phenomenal taste. The honorable great young Jedi. Vom on the red eye. Walls I live by is off the tongue of my umbrella. Shell I show and prove how I move. it hard to be cool when you were sparkling, Jewel. Second, you either get it in the disconnected. This is bigger than the record. Tryna be make the message. Electric. Hittin' every hood that I could. Those who understood, understand a nigger good.
0: This is the rapper A Z. His new album is Doe or Die Two. The song is called Check Me Out. WXP and John Morrison. Back to you for this one. This is AZ's first album in more than a decade, and it's uh, a very long overdue follow-up
3: to his debut album. Yeah, AZ is uh, from Brooklyn. He made his debut on Nas's classic 1994 album, Illmatic, on the song Life's a Bitch. And um, he pretty much stole the show with that guest verse. He was the only guest MC on Illmatic, and his verse really laid out this style of vivid imagery and and this highly technical rhyme style that he would carry throughout his career. And after Illmatic came out, AZ would drop his solo album, Do or Die, in 1996. And it remains a, a celebrated album to this day. And this is, like the, like you said, a long-awaited sequel. He's been teasing this for years, and now we have it.
0: Yeah, he's been called the most underrated lyricist of all time, and there are a lot of great lines on the album. There's a song called The Wheel, where he's talking about how long he's been doing this and how he's still standing after all these years. He says, I raise hell when your future's as fresh as your sneakers. You age well, won't tell. (laughs) Been through it, been influenced, been a student, bossed up. This is a movement.
3: Yeah, it, it feels like a victory lap. You know what I mean? Mm. I don't know what he has planned after this album. I know a lot of folks have been, especially folks who were around in 96 when the first one came out, a lot of folks have been excited about this. And it yeah, it can feel the gratitude and this sense that he's aged gracefully in the game and he's, he's given the fans musically, lyrically what we've been waiting for for a while.
0: Well, you know, when you're as fresh as your sneakers, you age well.
3: He's got that. <laughs> Quote of a <the> day.
0: <laughs> AZ is the rapper. His new album is called Do or Die Too. Thanks, John. Thank you, Robin. All right, up next is the rapper, DJ, and singer Park Hae Jin. She just dropped her debut album today. It's called Before I Die. This is Park Hae Jin, the singer and rapper Park Hae Jin. This album is called Before I Die, and the song we're hearing is called Me, Trust Me. Christina Lee, we go back to you for this one. Park Hae Jin, originally from South Korea, she's now based out of LA. And I love this whole late night hazy vibe she has on this record. You know, even when she's saying things like, we should all sing and dance, it's also bleary eyed in a great way.
8: I mean, exactly. So she's building off of the appeal that for me was the standout quality uh, back in 2018 when she had the If You Want It EP. So technically, she does club music, right? But whether that's based on her delivery or I guess like the overall tone or as you said, the haziness in her music, she really creates room for introspection and does so in a really subtle and delicate manner.
0: It's all so deadpan in a way, you know, like she's trying to care. I don't know if you felt that, but, you know, it's like she likes the idea of being engaged with life and connecting with people and, you know, hooking up and whatever. But it's like she's really forcing herself to go through the motions.
8: Oh, for sure. For sure. I think um, especially in the more club oriented tracks where she's essentially trying to flirt. Um, you don't get the <laughs> sense that she's like 100 percent into it. So I guess on paper, you know, everything looks great. You know, she's managed to break out of South Korea, live in London. Based, she's now based in Los Angeles, as you said. So her career is really taking off. But there's moments where she just reflects very plain spokenly about like, you know, I miss my mom. I miss my dad, I miss my sister, I miss my brother. You know, it's in that title track where I think she really reflects on what is most essential and what's most important to her at this moment.
0: Parquet Jin is the artist. Her debut album is called Before I Die. Thanks, Christina.
8: Thanks for having me.
0: Up next in our marathon week of releases is a new one from the band Low. Their latest album is called Hey What? band their new album is called hey what this is the opening cut white horses NPR music stephen thompson we come back to you for a band that i know you and i both love an awful lot let's just start with the sounds on this record because they have been doing this a long time and somehow they keep coming up with this whole world of sound that i feel like i've never heard before
9: yeah it is incredible how much Lowe has done with a fairly pared back set of ingredients. Lowe yeah. first came out in 1994 with an album called I Could Live in Hope. And that first record is these spare quiet, minimalist reflections, just these slow repetition of notes and allowing the space between the notes to have its own dramatic weight. And I remember listening to that record and thinking, this is absolutely beautiful. This is incredible. How do you sustain this? How do you Do you put out record after record that essentially follows in this same template? And how long can you sustain a career doing that? Well, it has now been 27 years. This is Lowe's 13th album. They are all different, and yet they're all basically functioning with the same set of spare ingredients. Alan Sparhawk and Mimi Parker are the husband and wife at the center of this group. She sings and plays drums. He sings and plays guitar. But over time, their records, and not all of them, some of the records, take on a little bit more of this portentous quality to them that is so unnerving and jarring at the same time as it's really still deeply beautiful and yet it makes your hair stand on end they also are looking at the world around them through this kind of hopeful but apocalyptic
0: lens (laughs) you know i want to get that on a t-shirt apocalyptic but hopeful (laughs) or hopeful but apocalyptic low is the band their new album is called hey what thanks so much steven thank you robin From low, let's go to a singer known as Deb Never. The album we're loving from her this week is called Where Have All the Flowers Gone?
2: Deep and drowning out on the weekends Mindless sex with no meaning Everyone's got their reasons Blood cold through my heart on the dirt road Gory St. Tarantino Can't you see how you left me? Blue pill flushing down my system Fuck your words, you leave me guessing Tell me why I still chase your hat See
0: This is Deb Never. Her new album is Where Have All the Flowers Gone. This is the opening cut called Stupid. And we go back to NPR Music contributor Serena Turos for this one. Uh, I have to say, honestly, Serena, it is such a ridiculously overpacked week for new music. And I thought there is no way I'm going to fit this one in. But then I listened to this record. I immediately fell in love with it and thought I have to play it.
4: No, it totally blew me out of the water, especially this first song, Stupid. I feel like Deb Never does take this enormous swing. Deb Never is an L.A.-based artist uh, who had a really buzzy EP in 2019 called House on Wheels. And she had a collab with Kenny Beats, the producer Kenny Beats, on that record. And this album is just, it feels disingenuous to call her music as any one type of genre. Like, she goes through grunge, there's hip hop, there's 90s alt rock, and, you know, there's pop moments, there's R&B moments. It reminds me a lot of I saw King Princess in 2018 performing songs from her debut EP and thought there's so much potential here. This person could really go anywhere, any direction. And that's the exact same feeling I got when I listened to this album, Where All the Flowers Gone.
0: One of the reasons for that that range is I noticed that every single song has a different producer credit, but overall, I felt like it had um, just a very nostalgic vibe to it.
4: I really felt like it ran the gamut of just like what it feels to be a disillusioned 20-something-year-old. Um, this is a recurring about...
0: theme for us, by the way. I don't know if you've noticed <laughs> yeah. this. But...
4: <laughs> yeah, it's my new beat, um, disillusioned 20-somethings, <laughs> making albums. Um, I do feel like it is cathartic to listen to music like this that takes you through these peaks and valleys of, of what it
0: feels like to be alive right now. Deb Never is the singer. Her new album is Where Have All the Flowers Gone? Thanks so much, Serena. Thank you, Robin. Okay, even with as many albums as we're playing on this week's show, as I said, September 10th is a crazy, crazy packed release day, and there are several other notable albums out now I need to mention quickly, and I'm just going to say what they are here, Heartless Bastards, the band Heartless Bastards has a new one out today called A Beautiful Life, Matthew E. White's album K-Bay is out today, Bob Boylan played a uh, cut from that on the show recently. The duo Slaybells returns with their first new album in five years, it's called Texas, and that's T-E-X-I-S. And the band We Were Promised Jetpacks has a new one out today called Enjoy the View. There are actually even more releases and singles to discover this week. You'll find it all in our New Music Friday playlists. Just search for NPR in Apple Music or Spotify, or you can listen on our website at npr.org slash allsongs. All right, just one more album that we want to play for you this week. It comes from Bamba Estereo. It's called Deja. is Bamba Estereo. Their new album is called Deja. The song we're hearing from it is called Agua, and we go back to Alt Latinos, Felix Contreras and Ana Maria Sayer for this one. And Felix, it's a bit of a concept record, yeah? Yes, it is. It's
7: been a long time coming. Lee Salmet, the vocalist, she handles most of the lyrics, and this album is a deeply profound musical meditation on the physical world, the earth, the water, and our places in it. And then going back to what we said about Jay Balvin, Bomba Estadio has been around a little longer, quite a bit longer, actually. But again, it marks like a musical maturity, right? They are looking at the world around them and their place in it. And that's all throughout this record.
6: There's something so grounding to me about this album. Like, I think just the way that they put it together. And it's kind of like this really nice mix of sweet cool vibes that really are reminiscent of beachy beach house kind of retreat that they talk about going to to work on this album but also has the really electronic house upbeat tempo to it as well and I think that the two of those together just really make for something that you can feel that sense that this has been owed to something beyond ourselves. And I think coming out of the pandemic, especially, they're very reflective in that sense, too.
7: And Robin, and to give you some insight in how he used his original idea and taken it and expanded on it. Imagine if the Beatles had started not with Meet the Beatles and the whole boy band thing, but instead if they started with the sonic majesty of Sgt. Pepper and then advanced from there. That's what Bomba Estereo has done. They were initially like psychedelic cumbia. That's how they were described, something completely new. And this guy, Simón Mejía, man, he's just like, he gets
0: better and better with every record. So it was definitely worth the wait. Bomba Estereo is the band. Their new album is Deja. All right, Ana Maria, Felix, thanks so much. Thank you, Robin. It's always a blast.
6: Thanks, Robin.
0: So we were going to wrap up this week's show here, but we've got a late addition to our list of the best albums out now on September 10th. It's from the rapper Baby Keem and NPR's Tiny Desk producer Bobby Carter, here to tell us about it real quick. Hey, Bobby. What's up, Robin? How you doing, man? All right. So the album from Baby Keem is called The Melodic Blue. Tell us who Baby Keem is and why people will probably be talking a lot about this record for the rest of the year.
1: I've been on Team Baby Keem for a while now. He's a rapper out of California. He's out, He's. out. I don't represent the West Coast. Hmm. He dropped a project a couple years ago, Die For My Bitch, and this is the follow-up. And this feels like the arrival of Baby Keem. And uh, the more I listen to it, there's a word that he says in one of the first songs, and it's risky. This is the riskiest thing I've heard in a long time. He says something like, I'm sick of you not taking risk. Mm. And when I say risk, he takes risks with the production choices, even his inflections and his and the cadences like different rap styles. He's just all over the place with this album. But he's raising the stakes. He's trying things out here. I don't know if you remember the (laughs) the cartoon He-Man, but there was Mm -hmm. a there was a character by the name of Manny Faces. This is what's going on here. You never know what you're going to get. His big cousin, Kendrick Lamar, has uh, quite a few appearances on here. And yeah, like I said, you know, he can go from something like Range Brothers, which is like a chaotic masterpiece. It's rambunctious to something like deeply personal where he touches on his relationship with his mom by in a song called uh, Scars.
0: Let's go out on it then with one of the songs that Kendrick's on. You mentioned it, Range Brothers. It's really hard to give you a full range of sounds on this record with just such a, a little clip, but uh, you'll hear a little bit of the change ups that you were talking about on this one. Baby Keem is the artist, and his new record is the Melodic Blue. Thanks, Bobby. Thank you, Robin.
3: Raising around bottles <laughs> and on the high seas since the day I 16. 747, I'm standing playing wings, praying the Lord's praying for me.
10: Okay, just saying I'm ready. Okay, okay, coming in heavy.
0: Okay. And that'll do it for this week's New Music Friday. Remember to check out our playlists in Apple Music and Spotify and be sure to sign up for our weekly newsletter from NPR Music. It's a great way to keep up with the latest tiny desks, new music, and more. You can get it at nprorg newsletter. And for NPR Music and all songs considered, I'm Robin Hilton. Have a great weekend. Be well and treat yourself to lots of music.
1: And i boo- Everybody want to be great, but the work going late and the life be mistaken, the truth, nigga. I remember banking with Chase like 400K, staring at it, I ain't know what to do, nigga. Now I'm looking money like a resource, every contract going to put my kids, family, in school, health and wealth going deep for it, do right for my next life. And he did something too. I remember relatives, mama lost focus, I was at home, no lights, no food. Heard that the joke is hot king broken, head to the ground when I walked in school. Going through the motions, mad, impulsive, banging, I do want to buy by the rules. I shall reside with a vibe with the pool. Fuck that boo, man. Let me get some too. Life ain't always about your name.